0: What the fuck going on? You are now tuned into episode 117 of Not Politically Correct. It is your boy Ru McCoy, aka Mister What it Do, aka Young Splash, God, aka Who else? No cap, I? Charlie. You're right. Okay, aka no, catch, no cap, No cap, Charlie A. Jones, Smooth Job, Johnny, Police Paul, <laughs> Police Paul, <laughs> Little Peanuts. Man, we didn't say Austin <laughs> Joints over and over. And I promise you, next time we get next time,
1: your next... bitch, my breakfast. Right,
0: breakfast. Right, she might actually. Um. Yeah, I'm all those things and more. But you can find me on Twitter at RomacoyKPZ. You can find me on Snapchat at RomacoyRebel. Cody.
2: Yeah. Russ. <laughs>
1: CD record on every fucking thing. Every uh, thing. on the table and
0: on the fridge. Pause.
1: It's Russ the barman, aka Teddy Russ, aka Smooth Fingers, aka Kid Universal, aka the Progenitor, aka School Q, aka Russ the Bus. Let you go find me my on the. Chadius of Snaps as Thaddeus, Snapchadius. And on IG at Candy Computer, C A N D I D underscore C U P I D did... I T <laughs> Y. Did... Idiots. I had some, a lot of coffee.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Cody and the Colombian uh, brew. Uh, you gotta stick to tea, man. Right. <laughs> that bean tea. Uh, we also have a Facebook group that you guys can join not politically correct podcast you can get on there and follow us for all the fodder and stupid shit uh we got a page you can like it npc podcast you you know thumbs that up for internet numbers and all that good shit it does something i think um you can follow us on twitter at not podcast for more fodder and we are on soundcloud we own your podcast app on spotify Spreaker, google play everything that you can listen to shit on except for title because they're racist just type in not politically correct search us yeah google don't say says.
2: that too love for sean carter
0: <laughs> Type it in. Search Jonathan it. Carter, you fucking racist. <laughs> Jonathan Carter.
2: Jonathan. Is that what Beyonce calls him when he's in trouble?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Carter, you get back here right now. Get
1: away from that elevator. She calls him Jay Zeance. Ah.
0: <laughs> um, you can find us on all that shit. Type in not politically correct. Um you can leave a comment, you can listen, you can tell us how great or how bad we are. We won't listen. I promise you we won't, but you can do it because it makes you feel good. And now it's time for it's a brick it's brick spit it out. All right. Uh- <laughs> 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 Fuck you. This is what you get for trying to make a friend sec his uh section. Pause. His fucking.
2: So Clay Matthews yeah, is officially
0: right. retiring. Really? Oh um, wow. I-,
2: I think he was a free agent for a cu- uh, few years now, and uh, he said that he wanted to retire as a Packer, and people are still saying, oh, I, let's make that happen. I'm like, but it, it's done. Like, uh, whatever, people are and uh, That's not news, though. Um, he had, he played 10 years with Green Bay and had 83 and a half sacks. That's a lot of men. Nice. Um, the Raiders, long you know, long remember long. Dev- Devontae Adams oh, had... Uh, Went to the Raiders and want to play Derek Carr and all that jazz, money, and fame, and rings, winning. Blah. Anyway, they're the only team in the NFL that earns oh. 0-3. Oh! And and okay. uh, the Cleveland Browns are also in that same league, and they're not 0-3. <laughs> but the Raiders are. So, yeah. <laughs> what are the, the Lions wait, are not 0-3. What are the Browns? <laughs> what are the Browns? They're a football team. In no, NFL. I... Shut up! What are the what's the record? Two and one. Oh, okay. Shout out, Brown. I yeah. knew that like the back of my hand. Didn't have to, have to look it up or nothing. Nice, cool, <laughs> great, wonderful. Because uh, I'm a professional. <laughs> shut up! <She's> t- <laughs> professional <laughs> daughter starts crying. <laughs> She's like, you don't lie to people. <laughs> All right, so I looked it up. Okay, okay. you called me out, the little babby. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on, Aaron Judge? He became the what he tied the AL record for most home runs in a season with sixty one. Um, he's still not like for most in the league, but you know for American League. Okay. I saw the funny a funny meme that was like, you know, the trophies going down and the person last place is like, yeah, suck it, and everyone else is looking at him like, what?
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. So it was
2: like him on the bottom with sixty one, and the guy that's he's tied with. And then there's Sosa at 63 and 64, McGuire at 65, Sosa at 66, Maguire at 70, Barry Bonds at 73. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you do you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's getting there. Uh, he's getting there.
2: I mean, he, he's a good player. I see a lot of hate, but, you know, you're always going to get that, right? Of course. Shout out LeBron James. Okay. LeBron James! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, what else? What else? Uh, Albert Pujol, <laughs> that's such a bad last name. Um, he has now 700 home runs. That's the fourth in MLB history, uh, fourth player to do that, and the first Latino to do that. Nice. So, uh, Arriba, Arriba. Uh, <laughs> I mean, chaim. Um, what else we have? James Harden uh, is not as fat, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> a reporter had asked him how much weight he lost during the off season, and he said, "Quote a hundred pounds." Tweet that. I'm like, bro, you lost a hundred pounds. Like <laughs> he, he had to be looking like two rushes if he was a hundred lost hundred pounds and looks the way he does now, you know? Jesus
1: did he just shave the
2: beard or what the fuck Right I, I find that very hard to believe But you know I don't have to believe much from him uh, Andre Iguodala Is playing his last Or he signed a one year contract And he said uh, That he told Steph This is my last one Like don't try to get me back again <laughs> Well Because it's like 19 seasons now or something like that or... Of course
0: of course, like, of course it should be a last one. What the fuck?
2: John Cena cannot be seen. No. <laughs> <laughs> he <I know>. has... <laughs> <What's that? laughs> he has granted 650 wishes for Aladdin. I mean, for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> that is more than double the amount of anyone else.
1: That's for sure. I mean, it's uh, in his name, though.
2: See, nah. Seen nah, ain't seen no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Coolio died. That's uh, not Coolio. That was a terrible transition. Uh, let me come up with a better one. Um, um, Rihanna is to pr- perform at the Super Bowl halftime show, and she's a musician, and NFL is a sport, so that's a transition. <laughs> wow am i getting better at this thing that's uh... oh i forgot two. i forgot two more things Derek rose is back to his rookie year weight and he said he's feeling better than ever so we'll see but that's exciting because well people's. and lastly uh the pro bowl game is no more they are now going to have the pro bowl games to include a week skills competition and a flag football game so, way to make dumb even dumber.
0: A flag football game. Um, Why, why flag football? <laughs> why flag football, though? Yeah, do the opposite, guys. XFL. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, all right. Grass,
2: Knuckles, that monkey funky. Oh.
0: Okay, well, man. I thought that you were going to say the, and I should have maybe brought this up. We could did a transition of LeBron James getting um, beat over the head on the internet yesterday, but because he was dancing to Tory Lanez, uh, <laughs> I thought. I that didn't know about new. this. Yeah, nobody like, shot him. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we were on. Somebody got him.
2: Get him.
0: It's uh, Tory Lanez dropped a new album called, which is just Tory Lanez. picked it up and threw it away. He said he dropped the album. It's called Sorry for What. <sighs> Tory. Mm. Tory, 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 Tory. Um, Isn't that
2: like a, that, the, what was that, London on the tracks girl that, I don't know, one of them, him or her, Summer is Walker. doing some weirds, yeah, like, talking about their problems, but then they are the problem kind of thing?
0: Um, maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Maybe, you might be, you might be. Um, but, um, I thought the transition was going to be people beating, people beating LeBron over the head for dancing toy Tory Lanez. is like, okay, I guess uh but lebron james to tory lanes which brings <laughs> us to music first thing in music as as Cody so and Bane. as Cody so um gracefully put it coolio <laughs> died um a few days ago um he i mean to be honest that man was uh he was 59 years old and he did a lot in the 90s and it's funny when you bring him back up like Coolio is almost sometimes seen as like not a joke, but like we don't include Coolio when we talk about, you know, greatest MCs into the 90s. But the truth is he had some some big, big ass records. He started off as a member of Dub C in the Mad Circle, um, being part of the Mad Circle. Um, and then he ended up dropping his 1994 album, It Takes a Thief, which has uh, Fantastic Voyage on there um which was a huge huge record in the 90s and then Gangster's paradise in 95 a year later which uh he also he won a grammy for for the record for the title track Gangster's paradise um and that was also on the dangerous mind soundtrack um he did the keenan and kill uh theme song <laughs> which is semi-iconic if not just super super iconic um and then also he had another album in 1997 called my soul which had the hit see you when you get there um it wasn't until people announced that he died and i was like coolio died and then like my child like i had to text my father because i my childhood kind of just pretty much poured back into me because i remember hearing like all of those records at some point uh fantastic voyage uh gangsta's paradise see you when you get there were all at like some point critical to my childhood like they were sh- shit that i really the king and the kill theme song like so um it just had me thinking. I was going to
2: say I think I only know him of uh Gangster's Paradise and Nickelodeon and Balding, but having like three braids or whatever.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, his last He was he, he was a character. He was a character but I think one of the greatest he looked things was like a lowland version of Diglett. But, oh god. <laughs> um but he was um he was always kind of Looked at as more of a like a light-hearted rapper. Um, his 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 first album, um, "It Takes a Thief," was really, if you know the song "Fantastic Voids" and the, remember the video and shit, it was just a more of a bouncy, fun. It was more of a fun um, record. You know, his records were uh, on that album were more fun, and even in his other albums, while they got more serious, and "Gangsters Paradise" was kind of a like a harder record, but it was like a like introspective type of reflecting, you know, record of like the perils of being, you know, a gangster, if you will. Um, but it was just, he just made music that was kind of, I don't know, was, it was touching. And I, when I look back on my childhood, every, at certain points between, you know, ages like four and five up until like age nine, 10, I remember those songs being critical to, to just like me. So I text my father, I'm like, yo, you know, cool. It was just, we had a moment, like, damn, yeah. He was like, that was my guy. I got it. So um, RIP to to that goat. I think it, this is one of those times where I feel like we should give people their flowers while they're here um, because then randomly they're gone. And you're like, damn, I didn't realize this person was so <laughs> key to my growth, you know, like, so shout out Coolio. But now that we are in music, uh, we are here for someone else today. ESTG. Louisville, Kentucky. Home of the great Muhammad Ali, the renowned Kentucky Derby, and the Louisville Slugger. But when you think of that city, you don't really think of hip-hop. Sure, the late, great producer, Static Major, who R-E-S-T. who, who, who <laughs> co-wrote and produced G.A.Y.'s Pony with Timberland, and wrote and co-produced a bunch of stuff with Timbo for Aaliyah. Do your research. Sure, he's from there, but he didn't put the city on the map, quote-unquote, for, you know, from an urban music standpoint. Fast forward to 2015, Bryson Tiller released the amazingly well-received Trap Solo album, which gave some major attention to the city. Then in 2018, an unknown Jack Harlow signed with DJ Drama's Generation Now label and yeah. began, began his climb to superstardom. <coughs> now, <laughs> while all this was transpiring, there was another rapper kind of developing this sound, which was more tapped into the gritty side of the city, and bubbling under the radar. His name? EST, which stands for Everybody Shines Together. Not established. <laughs> G. <clears throat> uh, so, story has it, CMG boss Yo Gotti was listening to his music during the pandemic, and was compelled to sign him. He said this shit was just too hard, literally. Uh, G had already released I Don't Feel none, And I still don't feel nothing. <laughs> but january 2021 he signed to the label and after other mixtape releases he's come back full full circle to this series for his first full-length album under the label titled i never felt none but how effective is his brand of street rap all right my fellas uh the pod we're gonna gonna give it to you you guys for a second uh cody what'd you think of this album Mm. Cody. No, Cody. Muted okay. Uh, Russell. All
1: right. Um, <clears throat> the city was okay. Uh, I don't hate it. You're right. Okay. But I couldn't really listen too much of it, man. Uh, I skipped through a bit of it. Just on my cup of tea. Um, he's not a bad rapper. Not at all. Um, he's very punchy line heavy uh i tell you that humming mumbling shit in the beginning of a few songs really annoyed me though like <laughs> we got to talk about that <laughs> uh, um a lot of the songs like kind of sounded the same as far as like their bounce and uh, even though the beat and the actual track was kind of different they kind of gave me like the same type of vibe same drive same repetitiveness um if i had to pick like a favorite song I think uh backstage passes, uh, backstage passes was uh my favorite off the the CD uh, okay overall I give it like maybe a 5.5 5.75. 5, mm. okay that's fair
2: that's fair okay okay I'm saying no hectic oh <gasps> you yeah, at you booger
1: man <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, that was a zero album. I listened to part of the first track, part of the second track. Um, I feel like Rush vs. like, that's not my cup of tea. No pun intended. But yeah, that was uh, Chickadee Trash. Dumpster.
0: (laughs) Chickadee Trash. I
2: don't know. 67. (laughs) It sucked balls. It really did. It's the same. I mean, I'm sure there's people that like that kind of music. But I described it to Siri, described it it, it mm. whatever, you know, just described. just, robed, <laughs> just <laughs> pause, <laughs> just him, uh to Siri saying like, it sounds like this yeah, guy. We don't
1: want to hear about discrobed <laughs>
2: <laughs> him. Disney, Detney. Uh, I said, this guy sounds like he wants to be a rapper, but sucks at it and also just came out of jail and just wanted to rap. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me
0: also just came out of jail i, I
2: don't <laughs> well the whole like the lyrics some of it that i heard of the half of the two songs you know just like you know i'll come hard and uh no one can mess with me and i'm a killer and, and money and stuff it's like dude like not only has this been done so many times but this just sucks like hoover sucks dyson
0: damn Okay. Hey, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, Cody gave it up. No, I
2: I don't respect it. He was terrible. He can shit on his own grave. I'm just I'm done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excessive, but yes. Uh, So, all right. Um, Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, The three things I liked about this album. Uniqueness. Uniqueness. G's like sound, style, draw, vocal pattern is different than other gangster rappers. Like the first time I heard him was like the first time hearing young Jeezy. There is a a slowed bounce to how they rap and attack the beat. There is a gruff vocal tone to their raps that adds to like this raw sound of the raps. Uh, And just like the first time I heard Jeezy and I said, he's quite quite literally does not sound like anybody else. That is what I said when I put this album on. Jeezy is the only person that I can compare to G. Um, and it's just right now they're saying them there, and I realize that there are G and Jeezy. <laughs> um, that I can compare it to G. And since Jeezy, there has been no one that sounds or feels like Jeezy. Which also was funny because I was thinking that before even getting to the last track and hearing Jeezy rap with him on there. Um, also, I've never, like, heard or even imagined a street-heavy activity in Louisville. Like, I don't picture Louisville and think that there. I mean, there's ghettos everywhere. There's hoods everywhere. You know, there's drugs everywhere. Motherfuckers getting high and selling shit everywhere. So, it's weird that we still, in this day and age, be like, is it black people I mean, obviously, there's going to be black people in all the southern states. That's what we kind (laughs) of originated in. But, um, it's just, you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, there's black people in Milwaukee, y'all. For those of you listening us and didn't know, yeah, we're all Milwaukee. Just black people, just like there's black people in fucking Minnesota, uh, even in and just recently I realized there are black people in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Iowa. Uh, we everywhere, we everywhere, and so I just didn't didn't realize that there was so, so much, you know, like that type of level of street activity in Louisville for some reason. But obviously there was there is, and um. For some reason he brings that story to life for us because you don't get that obviously from Bryson Tillis is more of an R B singer. And obviously we're not getting that from fucking for... Jack Harlow, so you're waiting, for, waiting
2: for it. I was waiting for black
0: people in, in Norway. Yeah, right. <laughs> in Iceland. <laughs> uh used to be some in Ukraine, but you know, whatever. Um so that's Thanks, Russia. <laughs> right, right. Also they're annexing uh, that nobody's talking about that, but whatever. we're not even gonna get into that right now um so that's one thing uniqueness uh just in his sound his tone is like like there are tons of gangster rappers but they don't sound like him he don't say he sounds like just different than how other niggas sound you know what i'm saying so um storytelling now this is i'm finna catch heat from from my pod members and i'm ready for this um i'm finna catch heat from them and probably anyone that has not critically listened to g's music but He reminds me of a. <clears throat> he reminds get, get me oh Get
1: that, that weird shit out your throat because you're about to
0: say some, some, some weird <laughs> shit. <Yeah>. Calm <laughs> together, man. He reminds me of a Southern Raekwon with a modernized spin to it.
2: Get the fuck out of here. He had
0: nope. He, he does. He, I mean, I'm, I'm finna show you.
2: He, I already was on mute it, taking you, care of Babby when I got done saying that this guy. What he's doing—it's been done before—and then you're like, "All right, so let me break it down. This guy is so authentic and
0: original." <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that's why when you said, "I'm like," because gangster rap, okay, okay, Cody, gangster rap has been done before. That's obvious. this, there, that's just the whole thing.
2: Gangster so I looked rap has up, up his before. lyrics, and he just ripped it from every. No, I'm kidding.
0: Mm-hmm. But but gangster rap has been done before. But what I like about him is he there's a gruffness to him that other gangster rappers don't have, you know, like just, like just because the is rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Lil Baby, he got like gangster songs and talk about the streets and shit like that, but he don't sound like, you know what I'm saying? G sounds like the same way when I heard Jeezy. When I heard Jeezy, I'm like, he don't sound, he ain't, it like his voice, his vote, like the way he l- layers himself on the track, I'm like, that, his, his tone of voice is different.
2: Like, Cause he's like, he ain't like good or anything, you know, but,
0: <laughs> but like I said, storytelling, this motherfucker reminds me of Ray, a Southern Raekwon with like a modernized spin to it. I believe he's, he's rapping about some modern shit. Dora. He has a, <laughs> a way of giving listeners this like elaborate and detailed story. If you're really listening and almost letting them get a glimpse into what is going on both in the story and in his mind at the same time. My favorite example—we are gonna break this down. My favorite example of this is on the song "Blood," which is one of my favorite songs off the record. Um, he gives these listeners these amazing bars, but this—all of this shit when I was listening to it, it reminded me like, damn, it sound like some like down south Rayquan type shit. <laughs> where he's where he said and paints a picture of how deep in the trenches he was when he raps. Deep inside the belly of the shit these niggas rap out, I didn't want no tea to get my to get on my feet and pass my pack out. Lil' bro don't tell me nothing about the beef when he come to cash out. I front him what he cop, He re up before his last ounce. All he know is work. All he know is his work, his Draco, his flip phone, and his trap house. Stood over there, stove without a mask until I damn near passed out. Like, the way he's describing all of this shit reminds me of some Wu-Tang shit where he says, Whipping it at the cut. Niggas don't give up. You in that bag now. Beat up beat up all the pieces. Treat them Teslas like a feature. <laughs> so, it sounds like he's talking about Pressing down fucking pills to make ecstasy, but this is what I'm saying. He's like giving you, giving it to you, um, in details of how you doing it. And once they hear you kill them, they're gonna come back like they need you. This crystal raw, it'll turn a soccer mom into a demon. I never saw nothing like this before until I seen it. I never knew that I was addicted to this shit, but now I need it. This shit is not like niggas gangster. There's gangster rappers, right? Niggas do that shit. That's what happens. But the detail in what he's describing to you is not no run-of-the-mill, like, game, like, a lot of niggas just say cars, clothes, hoes. But the, the details he's giving you in these stories is, like, definitely gives me Wu-Tang-level street knowledge. <laughs> like, it's not, this shit, not no soft-ass shit, which is why I wanted to review this album, because I heard this song. I heard this song, I said up late one night, I was going down this YouTube rabbit hole and this song came on. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I just remember hearing the opera sample and hearing like how the beat came on and he started rapping and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I didn't listen to ESTG before this song. This came on and I was like, oh, this off is new. I might heard about this shit. And I went back. It's two o'clock in the morning. I listened to the whole album start to finish. The shit was amazing, but it, but it came off that verse. Off of him talking that shit on that verse. I was like, this shit is amazing. Not to mention the chorus. The chorus goes, has some repetition, which is good for, you know, record song, you know, writing, but it goes, yeah, I want to see blood. I want to see blood. Break down in the kitchen, make it glisten out the mud. Talking about cooking the drugs. <laughs> I want to see blood. I want to see blood. Just that feeling the first time when your niggas gave you a gun. Yeah, I want to see blood. I want to see blood. Money, murder, burners. Money, murders, burners, but the FBI won't come. Yeah, I want to see blood. I want to see blood. Like, it's. This like dark fucking, I don't know. This like he like pours on this dark level of just like grit and grime on this on this song, which brings you back in. And every like if you listen to the song, I, and Cody, I don't think you made it to the song. Russell, I know you said you kind of skipped through some of it, but I encourage everybody to go listen to that song. Even I didn't even get into the second verse, but there's tons of pieces on this song where this motherfuckers just it going crazy.
2: Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like. You know when Russell and I said like it's not a cup of tea, at least for me, like that doesn't sound like anything that I would like. I mean, I'm like we're too old for this stuff, you know. Yeah. The content.
1: No, I I said he was he's real punch. He got a lot of punchline type shit. Like he got bars. It's just the repetitiveness of the beats. So when you said like it's unique, I get it as far as like his uh, his voice, his timbre, his the way he says things, the way he does things, but Timber. You can't you can't tell me that um
0: that nigga song don't sound the same. I was like yes. this is
1: the same fucking song for seven songs
0: straight. Mm-hmm. We go talk yeah, I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about that for sure, for sure. I just had to and Cody, I gotta I gotta stop you right there. I don't care I am never gonna be old to hear rap. I don't care if you talking about this, you talking about that, you talking about fucking I want to hear it all. I want to hear the, the street shit, the party shit, the turn up shit, the introspective shit. I want to hear. I want, it all. Uh, yeah, I want no. to hear the, the life changing shit. I want to hear the Kendrick Lamar. No, you don't.
2: Shut up. <laughs> I want to hear Why it? does Eminem and Chance Forever have to grow up?
0: No, <laughs>
2: <ridiculous>. Get high.
0: <laughs> but no, because Kendrick Lamar does it in a way that's enjoyable and makes good music. I love Kendrick Lamar's last album. I love it. I love everything about it, and it was interesting. It wasn't him. It wasn't him being like, "And God is the only way to go." And nah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't him being a cornball about it. Like, so I don't want. I I have to clear it up right now because you said we're too old for this content. I'm not too old for any content at all.
2: Well, I I'm wanna talking him. about maturity wise, not age wise. But there's so that.
0: I don't think I don't think you can stop uh, or mm. you can grade a nigga for having street raps and you know what I'm saying like like But here uh, I am. Look at look at what is it what's his name? What's his name? Push your tree push your tea guy album of the year. And that was a whole Coke rap album.
2: Yeah and I already said stop rapping about cocaine like I know.
0: <laughs> Did so, I not? rewind that. He he might yeah Cody might have said that but so Cody's an old man. It's cool. Um but no <laughs> so the last the last thing I really really fuck with off this album though, no cap is feeling. There is a feeling you get when you hear these records, man. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. But there's, like... Like, the beat fits the vibe of the track and merge with whatever G be talking about. And you just... You you get the... You get it. Like, there's, like, this... Mm, this energy behind it. Hey, let me tell you something. This comes heavy on tracks like X. Which is my favorite piece of music off the album. Because <laughs> I just... That that song comes on. And I just be riding your whip. Just You get the energy, just, from that shit. And it's so... And honestly it just reminds me of like pill popping and turning up. And I'm like, oh, this is just like a bounce to it. Like, oh, it's just this uh, crazy energy that just like bleeds through the track. So he does this on a bunch of shit on this album. It's just like this, like, um, you can feel like the griminess or like the, the oomph. You know what I'm saying? It, it reminded me. So over last year, I went back and I listened to a bunch of Wu-Tang records. And this is why I compared it to Wu-Tang because it reminded me of that same feeling I got last year when I was listening to the early Wu-Tang records. Um, from the way he was rapping, the grimy shit he was talking about, to the feeling that you get, the the you know like like uh when you hear uh you got coming on uh what record <laughs> is that man you got you got coming like uh and I'm gonna give it to you it's because like, like coke came straight from Bolivia like the hip hop little oh, rock and shock the nation like the Emancipation Proclamation it's like the grimy you God's voice. The way that mm, damn, raw and, and I'm gonna give it like the the all of that shit feels the same way from G it feels the same way which is why uh what was it? Go Face Killer was fucking with Jeezy back in the day because they got that same we tend to we because motherfuckers be from the south you tend to be like he can't rap or he you know, you know what I'm saying we do that a lot of times with that with niggas from the south but I feel like he brings that same type of feeling for me into record so overall uh this was a solid first outing from the artist uh there are some amazing told street tales uh given to the listener on this album but <clears throat> while he does some things good on this album that i really enjoy there are a number of things that could be worked on and polished
2: Oh, is that an understatement?
0: Uh, one <laughs> of the most oddly irritating things about this album is the Sonics. <clears throat> and I'm not saying the production... And the Hedgehogs. And, I- <laughs> and the Tails looking ass. And um, the Cavaliers. I was going to do all that <laughs> shit. Um, and, and I'm not saying the production or even most of the mixing. What I mean is G's need to consistently ad-lib over almost everything he raps in, in some of these songs. Take the song X, for example. While it's probably my favorite song on the album, the entire time he was growling and making noises behind the bars. Entire time. Dude, the little bit that I heard,
2: I hated his ad-libs. That, and I don't like oh, that word hate. But like, it sounded like he was mumbling a yep. different verse yep. over his yes, main verse. Yes, I'm yes, like, you're not yes. even ad-libbing.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I don't, not to mention literally just talking over the rap itself. I couldn't tell if he was like high while recording this, which would explain a, a whole hell of a lot of it, <laughs> or if he was just trying to recreate the way your brain might move while high. Um, either way, it creates a layer of noise that is very unpleasant. Like,
2: they forgot the, to like mute his left
0: speaker and right, his headphones bro, or something? That, <laughs> like, like, or turn that, turn that shit down so this is a fake hum in the background. Like, on a, on a serious note, I hate that, which sucks because I love that song, but like, it's hard for me to. You can't okay. So when you're riding in your car and listen to a song like that, you want to turn it up. You want to go crazy. You want to bump. I can't do too much of that because you turn all that up and all you hear is like he's doing that in the background. The entire and I'm and I'm not. I'm not exaggerating when I say he's great. He's like. Stomach growling. Oscar the Grouch type shit. Dude, it's there's this growl. Dude, dude, for real. There's this growl. Me and my girlfriend were talking about it because she was riding with me and she was like, "What the fuck?" Like she like, "What the fuck is going on with bro?" (laughs) There is this this growl he does, and we and I said it's like it's like he sounds like he blowing a raspberry on somebody's stomach because I'm like this like this thing he does. I'm like, stop doing that. Stop doing that. And he just. And it'll it'll like literally he'll be rapping the bar and then just coming in and come to the last part of the bar and he just go rrr, 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 rrr. like I'm like stop doing that stop you just did that for the last four bars stop doing that don't do that no more don't do that no more like you doing his own soundtrack and shit right exactly bro your music <laughs> like I'm like bro if you're if you're that high on uppers where you're grinding your teeth together you can't get your mouthful and shit if you that high then go sit down somewhere just come back come back when the high's off. Like whatever you're doing, stop it. Don't do that no more on the record. Cause you kept doing, you kept doing it, bro. I hate that shit. I'm sorry, D, bro. That shit. Stop, bro. Stop. Stop. You wanna ad lib? Just say yeah. Ha. Woo. Just one quick thing and let it go. Stop. Don't growl for half your bar. Sick of that. Another thing. Another thing. God damn, it was irritating me. Another thing. Um, is while I enjoy the energy the music brings. Him sticking to his style of music often makes the track sound repetitive. There are times where I'm listening to this album and I find myself looking at my phone and my monitor in the car to see if I recognize the name of the song or what track we were on. Why? I wanted to be sure my phone was not on some type of shuffle or randomization because I just knew I had heard this track earlier. It, doesn't, it don't happen on every single song, but it happens way more than once on this album. That heavy 808 and sinister sounding style of beat make some of these tracks feel like they run together and not in a good way with those and another and some other few things that just didn't all the way work for me i will give this album a seven um i like what i'm hearing and he definitely has something that could be good there's room but there's tons of room for improvement this album is not Better
2: return that seven upside down. It's, it's, it is
0: the album for me is not garbage. It it gives me same <clears> the same <throat> the same feeling I felt when I listened to Thug Motivation 101. I'm gonna keep going back to Jeezy because I heard it and I was like, this nigga, we ain't had another young Jeezy since Young Jeezy, and this nigga gave me young Jeezy vibes, and I kinda liked Young Jeezy. But so the album is not garbage, but it sure ain't no classic. And but that does, you know, it's not garbage, but it it sure isn't a classic but that doesn't mean that there isn't one still in him my G. that is the review for this week solid 7 solid 7 um it's never going to be above a 7 and some days if it's if it gets too repetitive sometimes I'm like ooh i, I hovered hover between a 6 and a 7 this entire and i and i gave it a 7 because there are a, a good out of i don't know what the total track listing is but i did the total track list, there are a good eight songs where I'm like, this shit is just so hard. Like, he's just storytelling. He's just doing this. He's doing that. He's doing something right. But then there's like some filler shit and some shit that sounds like the songs that I like where I'm like, this is like that song, but like weaker. So <laughs> he got some good shit on this album. It's just not all there. And so, yeah, solid yeah, seven it's Just all guess. shit. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but now it's time he for... got some good shit on this album, but it's all shit. <laughs> but now it's time for Russell Prosatink.
1: All right, so check. Ooh, yeah. Last pod, we talked about some racism shit. So this week, let's talk about some standard shit. Um, I was watching a few videos by um, I've been preached. Um, I may mention them before on this pod. I know it's it's, it's already shitty, um, mm-hmm. and they were they were going over these videos of both uh, uh, of both men and women giving their, for the most part, unwanted opinion. About other people, about dating and relationships, et cetera, just a whole lot of bullshit. Um, what caught my attention was a few videos specifically slated against men, uh, You know, the, referring to them as the usual, the lonely weirdos, entails, or um, some other rather rude words that were in general misplaced. Not saying that there aren't people who fit these labels and their actions and ways of thinking but it's not an accurate assessment of, of all men. And they keep trying to push that narrative on both men and women, that um, um, men are trash, women are shit, type of shit.
0: Yep, yep. Um, I hate that shit.
1: Yeah, it, it literally follows and reeks of that whole movement um, that was trying to <laughs> come up pretty hard. And, and there's still some remnants uh, left around, but... Uh, let's go over a few things that I saw that both uh triggered some rather negative emotions in me and as well as caught my attention. One of the videos was regarding dating and the skewed vision a lot of women and white night weirdos have regarding men. Um uh, listen, fellas, I'm 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 truly thankful that um the three of you and 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 you know, including TS in this, even though he's not Um, an active member on the pod um, as much Um, and myself, that we've found people who truly have our backs, who are supportive, who can be our pillars, be our encouragers, be our hidden strengths while still being the soft, feminine, caretaking, uh, amazing people um, to and for us and and for themselves. Because this dating pool right now is (laughs) rough from seemingly all angles. So let's start with, um, give me some qualities that you think most men are looking for in a woman. Hmm. Um, well,
0: said, moist. What? <laughs> Dude, what okay, wait, 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 hold <laughs> wait, hold up, hold up. The way he came out of me just to say that, like the way it popped on the microphone, <laughs> moist. Um. Well, I, I, admitted, I missed what he said. What did he right? say? <laughs> I said moist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um uh, uh <laughs> that totally threw me out um <laughs> yes yes well that's a that that's a definite yes uh on that soft um uh, I uh honesty yes okay there we go get back to seriousness honesty what else Cody
1: now remember I'm saying most men so most men okay, okay. well I can't that's... speak
2: for most men but I can speak for myself.
0: <laughs> I'm,
2: so honesty, he- and I'll add in there: keep your man in check, but be nice about it.
0: Yeah, you know, if he's
2: doing something wrong, or if you don't, if you don't, if you think he's doing something, uh, I don't know, like narcissistic behavior-wise, and he's not aware of it, let him know so he can change his behavior and grow and be acknowledged. But you gotta do it nicely and not just.
1: You know, I'm gonna disagree you're a little bit on that because correction well, makes me, but said, keeping the man in check. Keeping them in check is a whole different thing. But correction, yeah. I don't Um, think so. And privacy correction, yeah. Just let him know, like, listen, um, the way you did this made me feel this way. So that as a man, he can be like, okay, I acknowledge that. Let me see how I can... You know, we're saying the same thing, but it's just the words. And, and, you know, I I always say words have uh, power. Um, And how those words interact with us is is something that should be taken... um, to heart and not take them lightly. Right. That's the only thing. I agree with you, Cody. Um, there should be um, a checks and balance type system yeah. with the relationship as should be everyone. So I don't want you to think that I'm disagreeing with you, but it's
2: just- the <laughs> Well, way. no, you're just doing what you usually do. You're this is back and forth. <laughs> like you argue, We gotta say, no, 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 it's this, but I agree with you. <laughs> um, just as I say something back to you and you're like, we're agreeing, stop arguing. <laughs> I mean, you say the same okay. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: So while they but why see they, how we
2: said it nicely. Right.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, I think uh those things. I I'm I mean loyalty. I think we I think we're all all men are mm-hmm. looking for you know what I'm saying. You don't wanna have to worry about your woman being, you know mm-hmm. tied up t- t- with somebody else. And and I think that's I guess like loyalty like somebody is going to nurture I know like supportive supportive yeah you know that's I think, I think men look for that again it's hard to I'm a big I'm big on like not generalizing so it's hard for me to say what men all men are looking for but I, these are just things that I think would be like a general I don't know like good person tendencies that we you know look for so you know like loyalty and and, and nurturing supportive um right um <clears throat> those are very
1: good answers but Sadly, not what most motherfuckers are looking for. Honestly, someone who doesn't like to leave the house. <laughs> twenty twenty two uh, niggas is all about shape, sex, cooking, oh. and money. Are generally the answers that I've I've seen as far as like what a lot of people are looking for. The relationship
2: shit my, my is
1: dead for a lot of you know for a lot of people because of their experiences and because of what they've seen. Um But as you all stated, more and more people are coming along to the acknowledgement of softer skills that they desire. Um, some as simple as, um, like you said, um, fidel- uh, fidelity. Um, uh, That's my integrity, 401k app. <laughs> honesty. Um, and one thing that really stuck out to me was peace. Oh, yeah. Peace. Yeah. peace. Yeah. Uh, I heard a cat say one time, I have to fight the world all day when i come home i don't want to have to fight my wife too yes I get things that need to be done but let me love and be loved for just a moment before we
2: tackle whatever it is we need to do that's Deep the right. whole like home is like yeah. where you feel comfortable not home. a place right. you know yeah home is, right. can be why home, they say home
1: is where the heart is and where, wherever your heart is is where you should have that safe space
2: it's my chest cavity
0: (laughs) (laughs) no yeah that's that's the i forgot that the whole the whole like piece like the the statement that you just said is one of that i go back to like i fight the world you know i go outside and have to fight the world either seriously metaphorically or like quite literally you know daily and i want to be able to like when i come home like just to be like you know be so and that kind of goes back to what cody was saying when he said like you know, whatever you got to tell me, tell me nicely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, <clears throat> me and my woman have had this conversation, you know, throughout our relationship where it's like, okay, I don't mind alter. you know, she can, my girlfriend though, she can pretty much get whatever the fuck she wants out of me if she, <laughs> if she said it to me nicely. I'm pretty much like, okay, all right, uh, you wanna, uh, you wanna go here or do this or whatever? Baby, please, okay. You know what? Sure, we're going. Like, it's, it's not really. Hard for me, like. uh, Take me to the
2: ball. Right.
0: (laughs) Take me to the goddamn ball, like. Nah, like, but no, for real, it's 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 serious. I want to make you dinner. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the ESTG guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. Looking at. no, but yeah, so it's like I guess what's the what's the saying, Russell? You catch more flies with honey, or bees with honey, or some shit like that.
2: Uh, more honey than vinegar because flies don't argue with bees to know what shit smells bad.
0: Yep, exactly. That's the one, Cody. To pimp a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, right, <laughs> home being home being like a a place of peace and just, like, a place of, like, where you can, like, regroup and kind of, like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of, like, let shit go and relax and shit. Yes, yes.
1: So, as we kind of just just stated, um, even though we're expected to provide security and safety, we also need a safe space to not have to be defending all the time. Right. Um, How about um, women? Um, What are some qualities... You think that most women are looking
0: for in a man? I'm gonna plead the fifth. Uh, <laughs> I told you why you do that? <laughs> he said right away, no, I don't want to do. It. Um, well, I, <laughs> they are nice people. <laughs> um,
2: Full I, of
0: If I had to, if I had to take a stab at what women might want,
2: do shit though.
0: I, I would assume. Murder, murder, murder. And, here, and here's, I think this is why we get so, so fucking our wires crossed in these conversations. They want the same shit. I would assume they want, yeah. they want, you know, to be understood. They want peace. They want fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like loyalty. They want, you know, they don't have to worry about their niggas. Talking to another broad, you know what I'm saying? Like they I'm, wa-
2: sure that, I'm sure they don't want moist.
0: Right? They don't want what? Mo- <laughs> they don't. Well, some girls. <laughs> well, like some girls girl- <laughs> like pegging, so they might like moist. I don't, oh, know. I don't know. Okay, or maybe they do- might want to be moist. The fuck <laughs> is going on in this conversation? <laughs> just- no. girl, was Cody man, he was talking about turtle ass. I don't know what's going on. Um, turtle. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Teenage
2: bitch like- just the turtle ass.
0: Right. <laughs> so there's like there's like this. You know, we think that. We're so busy on both sides being like, well, they need to just do this, they need to do that. But we're not understanding that we all want some basic, good human interactions. If you're nice to women, they'll be nice. Hopefully, if you're nice to women... Well,
1: well, mm.
0: He he said... (laughs) I don't like that shit. (laughs) uh, I I just feel like... (laughs) He said, I can't give a bitch a compliment today. Uh, I just feel like they want some of the same shit that we want. Loyalty, respect, you know... uh, a little bit of understanding, a little bit, you know what I'm saying? The same piece. Uh, with the house, um, you know, they want you to, you know, be be basically, we all looking for somebody to be good and loyal to us. You know what I'm saying? Treat us, treat us nicely and be good and loyal. I think that's the, that's the basis of what we want and I think, and I truly honestly think that's the basis of, basis of what women want. But everybody's so worried about being played that we often either lie about what we really want, have been misguided to think we want something else, and a bunch of other shit that like doesn't allow for like real human, good human interaction. But that's that's my mm-hmm. thought. So, who am I? I'm just Nicole. and a whole bunch of other names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so
1: I've seen quite a few videos questioning women about the desires and and what they want um, out of men, and just like we said with the men, um, they seem to have. A decent list until they get into some of the specifics, and then you find that they're talking about the top two percent of men. It's um, it's interesting. It's um, it can be disheartening to some, but you know, the tall, the dark, the handsome, the rich cat. You know, got to be six feet or better, making six figures. Um ambitious, stuck which out is, all there. Which wow, is. Handsome. Which is interesting to me because a lot of the times when they talk about ambition in these different videos and different articles, they're literally referring to either a career or money for the most part. Um, one lady said that she was looking for a guy and she was like uh 24, 25, somewhere in there. Uh, she was looking for a guy in his mid twenties to be making at least 400 K. And my first thought was where the fuck does she live that she needs that much just to get by. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: Mm-hmm. Greenville, men, USA
1: <laughs> Man, because most men Are probably making In between that 30k uh, 30k to about maybe 70, 85k That's seen as being Decently well off For a lot of guys Not
2: not a Which lot of people are that making word. that
1: six figures
2: Right I mean it's that word need, like what do you need? Because you yeah. don't, like whatever she wants It's I'm sure you don't need, you know
0: Right, 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 right. Um, I and, guess no. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say
1: that a lot of them always say that you know, as long as he has his bills paid and we can have fun, or he takes care of me. I I think that's a that's a good standard to be be about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. when you get into the actual numbers of the shit that they're talking about, it is like you really have no touch with reality. <laughs> or and he has to know think, how to fly <laughs> and you're <playing> right. no <laughs> cape and all, right? <laughs> Where's Where's your tikes? vision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but go ahead McCoy. what was you gonna say um damn i don't even remember but i know it was <laughs> it was kind of panning off with uh you know like how you said they that's a good standard to live by you know as long as the bills are paid and he can kind of take we can still kind of live a little bit he's good and then when you said but then when they start quoting numbers they're like four hundred thousand, four hundred k. 400k a year I'm like what 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 no no, you mean maybe over 10 years? I don't know. Like, whatever. I said, I said, I said, be right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that is uh, it's 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 well, I forgot where I was going with this. I was, oh, yeah, I was gonna say it's okay for people to have like standards and wants and you know, preferences, you know, because yeah, because it, it, it's nobody's fit, nobody is a fit for everybody, and I and I will say this again. Whether we're talking about, like, you know, uh, people, um, you know, like, for example, for example, there are a lot of people who wouldn't want to date a porn star. There are tons of people who want to date a porn star, male or female. Um, and then and then, there are also a ton of humans who wouldn't care. They'd be like, oh, shit, I know she can, you know what I'm saying? Or I know he can, you know what I'm saying? It's certain people that don't care about, that don't necessarily care about uh number of partners or bodies or whatever the fuck. And then there's some people that do care. Right, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Nobody's in the wrong. Nobody's in the wrong for caring. Nobody's in the wrong for not caring. But what you have to realize is that you can't put your standard on every... Like, you can't say that somebody's a bad human because they don't fit in your standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are females that don't want niggas that smoke weed. And there are females who are potheads and would like, I would need my nigga to smoke with me. There's a... You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's so many right. different things, you know, that it's okay to have a standard. If you have a a, a, a deal breaker or something, it's okay. yeah, that's to, all shallow. It's okay to say it's okay. Well, it it is, it is to well. Hold on. It's this. It's this. You don't want to be around something that's going to annoy you. You're going to be a bad partner if the person is doing something that's going to annoy you, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's you're not you're not wrong. No one's a better human because they don't care about certain things. What it what it makes you is that you have to go out and find a person that that you guys can not. You, don't, you guys don't have to perfectly overlap, but you have to find a person that kind of is at least a little bit on the same wavelength as you, and then you guys are you like that so much that you're willing to work on the other minor stuff, like oh he doesn't put the toilet seat down or she you know fucking always have the car window open when i'm trying to drive and it you know makes the music sound if
2: they smoke <laughs> weed or not that's a minor stuff
0: <laughs> well
2: like you're gonna throw away a perfect person like that's perfect for you sir because you think that they don't like because they don't smoke weed or that they do or whatever you know
0: they I'm, hey man and that's especially
2: the at a first base thing when you already talked about you know, gross and changing, you know,
0: Yeah, no. they
2: can't change if you're (laughs) rejecting them right away.
0: That, and that's true. So if, if, and that's why I say, if you can, if you like the person personality so much that you can get past the, well, they smoke weed, but you know, I don't really like people that smoke weed, but it's cool. That then you found a good person. You found a good person because if it's, you got to like a person enough so that the minor stuff, you got to like them at their core enough so that the minor stuff is something you can work through or work past. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think we, we jump down people's throats, male and female. We get mad at women for having standards, but they, they should. We get mad at men for having standards, but they can and they should. But don't. Don't. Everyone can have Cody. Everyone can have a standard, but you just can't just say that this person is not for me. And move on. Don't call a person a shitty human because they don't fit into your box.
2: I don't know who's saying the word shitty human and you keep bringing that up. My point is that, you know, there's difference between having standards or like, you know, what you look for in a person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And then saying, well, he's got to be this tall or make this much money or right. smoke weed. Like to me, that's just bonkers.
0: Right. Right. Not, like
2: not- you're <laughs> trying to find a perfect person. Like, person that doesn't exist now. Like, this isn't, you just want fun. Like, find a, a soulmate, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 no. And I, and I agree. And that's why I'm saying you have to be, find a person that, that you guys. Then stop arguing, Russell. I'm,
2: right.
0: <laughs> I, I'm saying, I'm saying find a person that you vibe so well with on the, at the core that other shit don't matter. That's the, that's the goal. Because you're not gonna, no matter what partner you're with, there's gonna be little shit that you guys gonna be like, Ugh. <laughs> She fucking puts her feet on the fucking coffee table. Weirdo. But I love her so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be shit. It's going to be little little shit that might irritate you. But it should be. That shit should be minor. If you and that person at the core. Kind of on the same wavelength. Does that make sense? So I'm okay with a person. Like. Uh, like a motherfucking not like. Like okay. My girlfriend. When I first met her. She asked me right away. Uh, you know. Cause I mean, people knew. People knew about me doing drugs. That's not. I don't hide that. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about that. I don't <laughs> like. Motherfuckers ain't gonna make me be like. you You should get your shit to like suck my dick. But motherfuckers she knew.
2: Said, oh, you didn't see my bumper sticker. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers knew, and she admires so her. She was like, so you know, I heard you. You know, I heard you fuck around. You fuck around, you know, type shit. And I was like, well, yeah. What if that is, You know, if you don't like that, I understand. And hey, she liked me so much that it didn't. <laughs> where where she was like, I don't know how I want to be with it. You know, at first. That might have mattered. She liked me so much as a person because I'm that nigga. <laughs> That's me. because you're tall and dark and. Because <laughs> I'm tall, tall and dark. Look at that. No, but she <laughs> she fucked with my personality so much that that became somewhere. It's like, well, I guess it don't matter. I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? That's what you need to do. You need to be able to, at the core, be able to vibe with a person, so that way the other shit that a person might you know, might not check off on their list of things that they like or need or what, you know what I'm saying? You guys can work past it because I just like him or her at the core so much as a person, you know, so that other shit don't matter. And that's that's the only t- thing I'm trying to say. You can have a little list of like, I would prefer, I would prefer, but it's not gonna, nobody's gonna ever translate to your list perfectly. That's That would be idiotic to believe, you know what I'm saying? But your goal should be to find you a person that you vibe with so much that them putting the feet on, the, you know what I'm saying, or Little shit won't. You guys can work through little shit, or even to the point where you guys could compromise on the little shit because you love them as a person so much. Finn,
2: <laughs> just keep one foot on the, the coffee table. You,
0: That's it. <laughs> you can have one foot up, and put the other foot on the floor. That's too not so much dirt, but just a little bit of a little bit of grind. Just a little bit seasoning, right? See? <laughs> just seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Russell, I feel like we might have went off, off track. What's uh what's No, on? no,
1: no, y'all y'all go ahead. Um, I, I, you know, I kinda agree with both of you. Um uh, everybody has their standards that they want. So there's certain things that you should be more realistic about. Um like I said, the, the top two percent of them, all men are over that six feet, are over that income uh, level, are this or that. Uh being more realistic will Genuinely make you a, a happier person. Hopefully, um, we the dating search is is just mind blowing with <clears throat> with what's being sought after and what is actually needed. Um, these videos really <laughs> made me glad to be in a relationship, um, especially with how people are looking down on others and their pain or their shortcomings. Um, the 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 trend was desiring uh, men to be more vulnerable. And then seeing them being destroyed with the very things they spoke about in confidence, um, pushing women into or out of their femininity at the cost of their heart, minds, and souls. Um, I don't really have um, a clever way to wrap this shit up. You know, um, we just as people have to do better. Um, like le- legit, a lot of this shit is just just sickening. Uh, but I haven't even gotten through to the. The the second part of this shit, which gets a little deeper, so we'll save that for the next five. But what's worse is that not only does it seem like we're getting worse as human beings, but the enjoyment of being a piece of shit is being taught and encouraged. So
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. That was a funny statement because it's like, yeah, yeah. Like people are like, who? I I I guess we can say that for the next episode because, oh, uh, yes, it is disheartening but yeah man <laughs> out. man so that has been a good uh prosody out uh, prosody episode uh, because I'm just I'm sitting here thinking about this so much shit um, that was said that needs to be this okay so me personally I have gotten to a point where I don't even want to talk about male-female usually debates because it's just somebody on each side being loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of standards that people on both sides, there's no accountability. I think, let me tell you something. So me and my girlfriend, like I said, we've been having a great, great, great uh, week, man. we vibing with my shorty just, you know, how you just feel like you're just re-falling in love with somebody and shit. That's um, what's up. That? and it, it 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 stems for me there's a lot of shit about male female shit that's always coming up right mhm and we just haphazardly happened to have a conversation in the car today or not today a few days ago earlier this week it was either Tuesday or Wednesday having having a conversation in the car and it was like she was it wasn't her bashing man it wasn't me bashing women it was us holding the other person, to count. like, I was holding men accountable, like, I'm like, men should really stop acting like this, and she was like, women should really stop acting like this, and that is what I love it's not always about the other side pointing a finger at, you motherfuckers are shit, you know what I'm saying, like, we should be able to look at shit and reflect on shit from, uh, from us, you know I like, I, of course there are bad men in the world, I'll be a dumb motherfucker to not believe, you know what I'm saying to not believe that shit some of, us, yeah. some of us some of us some of it on this pod, so. suck. Some of you yeah. niggas fucking suck. Okay? And that's just dead ass. There's a lot of shit that we just you just, y'all just horrible. But that's the thing. There are some pretty shady women, you know? And I think that we spend so much time pointing to the other the other side. If more of us did more self reflection on our side, we'd be able to come to the middle. We wouldn't be so mad. Like I'm like I was so it was refreshing just to hear my girlfriend. Be able to speak on some shit like that and have that vision, like, yeah, women are, you know what I'm saying? Because I know men are shit, but sometimes you can't even say it out loud because it's so much, it's so much, you men suck. It's so much of that going on. I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like, it's, so, like, I don't, it's hard to self like, reflect because it's so much of them coming at us or us coming at them. Like, y'all bitches is hot. you know what I'm saying? It's so much of that. It's, it's hard to self like, reflect. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: That's something that you just brought up uh, and said a lot that, I feel like is the biggest key and I've been seeing is the words words self reflect. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook of like, uh, what would you tell your younger self or someone in your, someone in their twenties or this and that, you know? And I, I keep going back to like, know your faults, recognize them. And, Oh, I know, I know, but you've got faults too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
2: something that I thought about recently and want to start doing is kind of like and I keep talking about journaling but still haven't done it you know but there's people that have like multiple journals for different uses and whatnot. oh you gotta go to bed let's do that right now while we talk about self reflection you gotta self reflect on going to bed (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but I want to write down like kind of like I don't know, I've been I've been watching, I mean, I feel like this is thanks to McCoy for picking on me, but I've been watching Sons of Anarchy.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, this, uh, the main character's, uh, dad, who you never, like, see, like, he's dead in the beginning, like, right, like, when he died, when he was, the kid was younger or something, you know? All right. He, he finds all these letters, like, the dad was journaling to him, like, kind of like, you know, these are lessons that I've learned in my life that I want to pass down to you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And like four or five seasons later, now this main character is doing the same thing for his sons. And he's like journaling and all that stuff for like, this is what I want you to know. This is what I've learned, what I've done wrong kind of thing. And I just kind of want to not necessarily do that for anyone else, but for myself, like self, self self-reflecting wise, like you got to learn, like, you know, treat people a certain way and not, because you're, you know, egocentric or. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In doing so, um, make sure you also are being kind to yourself. Cause that's something that we don't um, readily do for ourselves. We like to bring up all the things that we've done in the past that we've done wrong, uh, things that we're continuing to do wrong, things that we are um, conscious about um, as far as like things that, we know we um, need to get better at or we would like to get better at and so we can be hard on ourselves so we gotta we gotta also learn to be kind to ourselves just so we're learning to be kind to others too
2: well, yeah i saw a, another quote online said i forget what it said exactly something like you know your best fan you've never even met and your worst mm-hmm. critic uh, is like right next to you or always you know there, or something like that i'm like mm-hmm. i get that but i'm like man i feel like my best best fan is myself i feel like my worst critic is myself you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. because
1: you know you the best and also you don't know you the best so it's 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 a weird uh parent uh uh, conundrum uh Mm -hmm. to where um what i try to do now is that whenever and it's something that i kind of learned a long time ago but didn't really put into practice until maybe a couple months ago is that whenever I have like a negative thought or I, I have a negative outlook on myself, I try to think of at least seven or eight things that are positive, um, to kind of override that. Um, because I read somewhere that, you know, it takes seven, um, yep. good notions to get rid of a bad one.
2: The counter one. Yeah. Siri's been selling, telling me that a lot lately too. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy.
1: Which is, which is great. Like I said, I, I really am happy that all of you are, are connected to wonderful people who see the good in you, also see the potential, and hold you accountable so that you grow as men, not just um, in the relationship, but in yourselves as well. Right. So that's always a dope
0: thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Uh, I don't have a fucked up story of the week because my fucked up story of the week was uh, Julio died. (laughs) But uh, uh, I do have a a little fact, a little fun fact. And that fun fact happens to be that octopuses (laughs) think with their tentacles. And I find that to be fucking hilarious. (laughs) Because, you know... Octopi? octopi, Octopuses? Yes, whatever the fuck. Oh,
2: boy.
0: Well, it actually says octopus E-S. So... Octo- so, it's not octopuses? <laughs> huh. I think it is. This is on Snapple's yeah. website. So, uh, <laughs> y'all better get your shit together, Snapple. Um, but I think that that's hilarious that they think with their tentacles because men have been known so to like think men. with tentacles. Right, exactly. We've been known to think with our tentacles many a times. <laughs> so, that was episode 117, short and sweet to the point, you motherfuckers, uh-uh, of not politically correct. It is your boy, Rick McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What To Do, a.k.a. Young Splash. God, you know what the fuck going on, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Snapchat, y'all know. Cody?
2: Uh, Arch Manning just broke his uncles' his, his, his records, uh, uh, Eli and Peyton Manning's record of 7,268 passing yards and 93 touchdowns. I wonder if that's going to be another era. Russ? <laughs>
0: Germaphobe.
2: Germaphobe? <laughs>
0: Homie, outers looking ass. Um, and on that <laughs> note, gang.